good day my dear friends this is shweta and welcome back to our podcast following your dreams today we are going through the 18th chapter of our podcast of the book the famous five written by enid blyton chapter 18 inside all towers well did you see that she just let go and dropped said george amazed i wonder she didn't break her legs julian shine your torch down julian shone it down it's a pretty good drop he said i think well take the ropes off our toboggans and let our sleeves down on those i don't particularly want to break the leg or sprain an ankle just at appearance if we pull our toboggans over the hole and let their ropes hang down into it they will hold us safely said dick and pulled out his toboggan right across the hole then julian pulled the other toboggan across as well and soon the ropes were dangling down ready to take each of the four children what about timmy asked george anxiously they had jumped down though i wonder he didn't break her leg i will wrap my coat over him and tie one of the ropes around him said julian then we can let him down easily come here tim tim soon tied up with the coat with the rope then dick slithered down on the another rope and stood on the floor of the hole ready to take timmy and julian let him down it really wasn't very difficult ailey looked rather scornful as the four children used their ropes julian laughed and patted her shoulder we are not all god like you know he said we don't gamble about the mountains all day like you ailey well that was your big big hole what next he shone his torch round yes it's a port hole there's a small underground cave there look is that a tunnel leading out of it yes said george as ailey and the lamb skipped off together down in the darkness of the tunnel look at that no torch no lamb and yet she goes into the darkness without any fear i would be fierce stiff she's got eyes like a cat said annie well do we follow her we would better or shall we lose her come on to me said george and all five went down the dark winding little tunnel after ailey and he glanced up at the rocky roof and thought this wonder of the thick masses of the heather growing on its upper surface all covered with the thick snow ailey was nowhere to be seen julian grew worried ailey come back there was no answer never mind said dick there's probably only one way to go and she knows we must take it if we come to a fork we will shout again but they didn't come to a fork the tunnel went on and on going steadily downhill its roof was of rock and so were all walls but underfoot was sandy soil alternating with rocks ridges that made of going rather rough julian looked as his compass we have been going in the northern easterly direction more or less he said and that should be in the direction of old towers i think i know how ailey get into the house 
Yes, this tunnel must pass right under the fence that bites and under the grounds and in somewhere near the cellar of the house, said Dick. Or possibly in them? Where is that child? They caught sight of her just then and in the light of Julian's torch. She was waiting for them in a corner of the passage with Di and Fanny. She pointed upwards with a way to the garden. She said, little hole there, big for Ellie, not for you. Julian shone his torch upwards. Sure enough, there was a small hole there which appeared to be overgrown with weeds or heather. He couldn't travel. He looked at the rocky sides for the upward passage of the hole and saw how easily Ailey could have climbed up to the squeeze out of it and drawn on the gardens. So that was the how it was she had been able to pick up the notes and the poor old woman had thrown out so hopefully. Ailey must surely have been the only person who managed to get into the grounds without permission. This way, said Ailey and let them pass the garden hall and downwards again. We must be under the grounds now, said Julian. I wonder if... But before he could finish the sentence, he saw that the passage had led them into some old half-ruined cellars. It went through a half-fallen cellar wall and Ailey proudly led them into a dark, cluttered-up cellars which, with many barrels and old bottles, must once have been wine cellar. What cellars? exclaimed Dick in amazement as they went through one after another. Dozens of them. Hey, what's this, Ailey? He had come to where one high wall had been broken down completely, but the breakage seemed to have been done by the human hands, for the break looked new, and were not covered with brim or mould as were the other fallen down walls. A vast opening had been made into what seemed at the first glance to be a low-walled cave. Then a curious sound came into their ears, the sound of water, water growling and splashing. Julian took a step forward to peer into the cave beyond the broken walls. But Ailey tugged at his hand in terror. No, no, no go there, bad men, very bad men, very bad place. I say, look, said Julian, amazed, taking no notice of Ali's tugging hands, an underground river, not just a scream, a river. Flowing down through the mountains, probably fed by the springs on the way, and I bet it goes right down to the sea somewhere. We know the sea isn't far away. Bad men down there, said Ailey in panic, pulling back Dick and George too. Bang, bang, big fires, big noise, come into the house quick. Gosh, isn't this extraordinary, said Julian, quite astonished. What is going on here? He really shall have to find out. What in the world does Ailey mean? Annie and George were astonished too, but had no desire to go along the river and find out. Better leave this for now and go up into the house, said George. After all, the old lady is the important thing at the moment. No wonder they impressed in her one of the towers, so that she wouldn't know what is going on. 
Well, I'm blowed if I know what's going on, said Dick. I'm not quite sure if I'm in some peculiar kind of nightmare or not. Come into the house, said Ailey again. And this time, to her great relief, they followed her. Timmy trotting at the back with George and not quite knowing what to make of it. Ailey led them unerringly back through the smashed walls, through the musty cellars and into some that looked as if they had recently been used for store places. Tins of food stood about old furniture, old tins and bags and cans, barrels of all sizes and shapes. So we go soft, Ailey said, meaning that they were now to walk quietly. They followed her up a long flight of stone cellar steps to a great door that stood half open. Ailey stood at the top listening, probably for all tall caretakers, Julian thought. He wondered if the fierce dog was anywhere about the house. He whispered to Ailey, Big dog in house, Ailey? No big dog in the garden, big dog there all day and night whispered back the little girl and Julian felt most relieved. Ailey find man, said Ailey and showed off by herself motioning to the others to wait. She gone to find out where the caretakers is, said Julian. My word, did you ever know anyone like her? Gosh, she's back already again. So she was smiling mischievously all over her face. Man asleep. She said, man safe. She took them through the door from the cellar into a perfectly enormous kitchen with a colossal range of one end, black and empty now, a large door nearby the open and Ailey darted into it. She brought a meat pie and offered it to Julian. He shook his head at once. No, you must steal, he said. But Ailey either didn't understand or didn't want to, for she bite into the pie herself, carving great pieces down and then put it on the floor of the animals to finish, which they were very pleased to do. Ailey, take us to the old woman, said Dick, not wanting to waste time on things like this. Ailey, you are sure there is no one else in the house? Ailey, no, said the little girl. One man to watch. He in there, and she pointed towards the door of the nearby room. He watched old woman and dog watch garden. Other men didn't come in here. Oh well, where do they live then? These strange other men? asked Julian, but Ailey didn't understand. She led them to a great hall from which two wide stairways stepped up, meeting above at an even wider landing. The lamb gambled up and the little dog die barked joyfully. Shh, she said for all the children at once, but Ailey laughed. She seemed quiet at the home in the house. And Dick wondered how many times she had let herself down into the pothole and come wandering in here. No wonder she spent so many nights away from home. She could always come and hide away in some corner of this house. They followed her up in the wide stairs. But Ailey would come no farther than the second floor. 
she had brought them up to the flight of the stairs and now before them stretched the great picture gallery and led to the under stairway at the far end the child hung back and refused to take julian's hand what's the matter he asked ailey not to come here before said the child shrinking back not come here not ever those people see ailey and pointed at the rows of the great pictures each portrait some long dead owner of the house she's afraid of the portraits said annie afraid of all their eyes following her as she ran down along the gallery funny little thing all right you stay there ailey well go upon up to the towers they left ailey called up behind the curtain with dai and fanny and he glanced at the row of the grave portraits as the four of them with timmy walked softly down the long gallery she shivered a little but for their eyes seemed to follow her as she passed looking grave and disapproving up another flight of stairs and yet another and now they were in a long passage that ran from tower old tower and tower room which was the tower they wanted it was very easy to find out all of them had their doors wide open but one this must be it said julian and knocked the door who knocks said a weak sorrowful voice surely not you matthew you have no manners unlock the door and do not mock with me with your knocking the key is in the door said dick unlock it julian quick thank you for listening my dear friends now we have finished our 18th chapter of the podcast of the book the famous five written by enid blyton we can meet with the interesting chapters soon till then this is shweta signing out thank you